0: This is episode 166 of the Fearless Launching Show, first one of 2018. And today we are talking about clutter, cleaning, and how your environment can make or break your creativity, your productivity, and possibly your next launch. Hi, I'm Anne Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Okay, so today's guest is a woman who I got to know in 2017 because she was one of the beta members of my upcoming program, The Message Lab, which is coming out soon, but I really met her on Snapchat and got to know her there. Like, <laughs> yes, Joanne, it's true. I Well, I got to know your sense of humor and like your whole East Coast thing, and I think it probably... I probably... I don't know. Like I probably was like, oh, I miss Boston. I miss that whole that whole thing. That whole that whole life back back east. Um, but anyway, so there's that. But when I was thinking about how to start the year off right with the Fearless Launching show, I thought, you know, why not start by talking about something that we can all relate to? We can all understand. We either have all struggled with it ourselves or seen other people, and that is clutter organization, you know, cleaning things out, cleaning the clutter. And I mean, I know I'm not the only one who has tons of entrepreneurial books, all the printouts from all the courses I've taken, but also maybe the untidy home, like full on dirty. And, you know, when we work out of our homes, when we run our launches out of these environments, you know, we have to, I realize I'm like, wow, we really have to be careful because, this is this is our this is our office as well as our home so anyway so that's why i decided to invite joanne crawl today to the show and i just want to thank you so much for joining me today i know it was hard to get on the phone so thank you so
1: much for having me i'm glad we were finally able to connect
0: i know (laughs) i know um now listen before we get into the practical bits to help people make the most of their space and it's so funny you know that I, wrote, that I wrote my very first product was the white space solution. And it's mm-hmm. actually about clearing the clutter, but not just in your physical space, but there is a section on that. Um, mm-hmm. But why it's so important. And I just think it's so funny that that I always seem to kind of come back to and meet people who have those same kind of values. Um, I have to remind myself to have the white space, honestly, but yeah. <laughs> why and why that's all so important. But before we get into all of that stuff, would you mind telling telling us a little bit about yourself and your business, even though I know I know the people listening maybe don't know? Okay, sure.
1: So um, I've been a professional organizer for almost 12 years now. In my prior life, um, or my prior business life, I was an accountant. And I retired in my early 30s when I had my children, and I went on to do direct sales. And so that, so I've always been organized, (laughs) Um, but having two babies and um, two businesses, I was running two direct sales businesses, my entire life, house, everything was turned upside down. Yeah. So in my effort to kind of fix it, I did a lot of research and I did, I was able to find out what my um, systems needed to be um, to kind of deal with outside. You know, when I was dealing with my own stuff, it was easy. Um, Dealing with outside stuff was a little bit more difficult plus working from home is completely different than working in an office. And um, in that, I found that people actually did professional organizing for a living. So I left my direct sales businesses and um, started organizing for people. And so that has evolved over the past 12 years. Last year, I took my business completely online. And now mm-hmm. I solely do um, programs, online programs for people and also um, online coaching.
0: Wow. Do you ever do um, like Skype coaching where someone shows you like, you like say, okay, well, let's deal with this closet or <laughs> whatever. Yes. Is that the kind of stuff <laughs> yeah. you do?
1: Yes, yes, that's a that's a piece of it. Um, you know, some of it is there are occasionally people who actually want me to actually work with them through Skype as if I was sitting with them right in their room. And then there are other people that just kind of want to show me or tell me what their struggles are. And then I can guide them through that in that way. So there's two different ways to do it.
0: Wow, wow. Okay, so all right, then let's then let's just dig right into it. um, Right into this whole topic. Because um, I mean, we all know it's the beginning of the year, the first week of the year, if you're listening to this upon, you know, when it's when it's been recorded and released, new year, new you, all that stuff. Do you see a lot of people wanting to handle their clutter or get organized right now? Or is this? Is it right now when everybody does it, or are there other peaks during the year?
1: There are definitely other peaks, but this is the biggest peak. I think getting organized is number two to losing weight as for people's <laughs> resolutions. I think it always has been. <laughs> it's either number two or number three. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a big one for people, and I, you know, I think it's just something about the holidays have just passed. They have brought in more stuff. They're dealing with decorations. They're um, they're stuck in their houses depending on where they live. Um, Maybe their
0: family's home and dirtying up dishes and leaving crap all around the place. Exactly.
1: So (laughs) I don't know know, anything about that. Nothing. Right. And then it's also just the time that people are starting to make their goals for the year. And they're like, well, I need to be, you know, being organized is a big piece of meeting many of your goals. Um, You know, I think even, you know, people who are looking to lose weight, you have to be organized in order to have a good diet and, you know, meal prep and all of that stuff. So it's just a, it's a renewal time. So people are like looking to,
0: looking they're to out all the old. Yeah. Do you find that when people start at these times of the year, because, you know, when people start their diets and all that kind of stuff, there, there is, there's not a really good record of people following through. Mm hmm but do you find that organization is a little bit different? Like if people are, if that's the goal, do you feel like people can really handle it right now?
1: Um, it really depends on what system they are using. Um, there's so many different ways to get organized. Um, and if you're not, if you're not looking at it from the approach that works for you, there's definitely room for failure. Um, so i don't know if you want me to talk about those principles principles that we talked about but so for me the three things the three key things is are that you need to simplify so in physical stuff or even you know mental clutter um, decluttering is always the first step and i tell people that when you're decluttering you have to let go of what's going to happen with the stuff that you're keeping you can't Mm. be thinking about that because it really slows you down and it can, it can make you stop, you know, they'll just go, forget it, it's too hard, I can't do it. So it's really about simplifying first, um, letting go of perfectionism, and that's, you know, that's part of the piece when you're saying, okay, I can't think about the stuff that I'm keeping, I just know I'm keeping it. You know, really right. letting go of that. Um, and then the third thing is definitely finding solutions that work for you, I mean, I, I tell people all the time, I'm a piler. I need to have my piles out and I need to see them. Um, if it's out of sight, out of mind. So for me, uh, an elaborate filing system, not so much a filing system for records that I'm going to keep, but a filing system to use as a working filing system does not work for me because it's in a drawer, I'm never going to see it. You know, like, you know. sometimes people will set up a whole drawer and I'll say to do, to read, to you know, and all that. But if it's in a drawer, I won't even see it and I won't even,
0: I won't do it. That's so interesting. I was just thinking I'm like, I, you know, sometimes I think I'm a piler. But honestly, I often find myself going crazy if I see piles and I will literally just run my hand over a surface and put everything in a drawer. I'm not joking. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm a stasher. stasher. But (laughs) I do like Having like a very organized pile of stuff or knowing where things are, but I don't want to actually see the paper. I don't want to see the stuff. It's okay if it's there. However, there is a situation in my bedroom closet right now I don't even want to go into, but I literally just lost my mind before this call and I thought it was so funny. I'm like, (laughs) I really need Joanne's help. Um, I seriously, I'm a stasher, but I feel like I'm an angry stasher and I'm an angry piler too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know but I mean you know the thing is is that you know you you know this because we were in the beta together and I think during some of our co-working sessions I was talking about like have to have all this stuff in storage and like uh-huh. you know when you move from a house to an apartment even if it's especially if it's temporary it's a hot mess in some really weird ways that you don't normally expect like you might have had like a system and then it just totally like <laughs> it right. just totally like yep. disappears mm-hmm. um so anyways but i spend all my time here so i want to know like I-, I guess the the main thing i wanted to know today from you is like i mean and level with me it's okay if you're like gonna <laughs> tell me bad news <laughs> but it's clutter damaging my productivity and and creativity and ability to really show up I mean, do you think that, I mean, maybe that's, maybe I'm going too far on it, but.
1: Well, I think, again, it depends on the person. Some people, um, clutter doesn't um, mentally affect them. It doesn't bother them. Right. Um, But some people it does. Like for me, if I have too much stuff around me, it's overwhelming to me. So even though I like to have piles, they're very neat and they're in one spot. They're not all all over my house. Um, and then, but the other thing is, you know, so even if it doesn't affect your productivity per se, because the, it, you know, it's not making you upset that you have it, you know, it depends on the level of clutter that you have. If you're, if you can't find anything, it's certainly going to cause, um, you to, to be less productive because you're going to spend half your time looking for things. So it's really, you know, it, it definitely is situational. So, if you're spending a lot of time looking for things or, you know, you're walking, if you work from home and you're going up into, say, your kitchen to make lunch and there's just stuff everywhere and it really is bothering you, it's definitely going to affect your productivity because when you go back to your office, you're not, you're still thinking about, you know, what is yeah. in the kitchen and, oh, I really should go get to that. But you don't and then you, <laughs> your, your mind yeah. will just travel.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely find that, and I know other people who have said to me that they have a hard time focusing as well, but even if I, let's, you know, because I don't have a normal office in our current space, but I have to go and wherever my my eye is fa- facing, my, my face is facing, I need to make sure that that is as free of anything oh. as possible because I am so easily distracted. I mean, that's also right. why I rented um, a co-working space. I just started doing that, but it, it's just been off the rails because of the holidays. But it's so that I can go to another place, not see piles or anything, not think right. about why are the dishes in the sink? Because honestly, I don't mind doing dishes and I don't mind doing all the kind of tidying up, but I don't want to be faced with it every single day.
1: Right. Or thinking, you know, what, I might, maybe I'd rather do dishes and yeah. be working. Or, than, yeah, you know. exactly.
0: Right. So, uh, Yeah. So I guess, I guess the physical and the mental clutter become things that really affect our productivity and maybe mm-hmm. can affect our business. You know, because environment is important, but it only right. it's maybe only important if it bothers us. Because if it's if it's creating some sort of negative response. Right. Right? That's when you have to worry. But like if you've got three piles and you're not even in the least stressed out about them, then they they may not be doing anything to you.
1: Right. You'll find a lot of a lot of artists, um, they they do like to have clutter around them. And so much to the fact that if you were to clean an artist's like studio and space, they just see it as a blank canvas and they just start filling it up again. And so because it doesn't stress them out, they like to be surrounded by all the stuff, all you know, it's
0: stuff. And like, yeah, it's almost like a piece of art for them. Exactly. Yeah. So it's,
1: it's all about how your brain works and you know, what is freeing to you. I, lots of stuff around me, it stifles me. I can't, in fact, I was away for the week and, um, I was in a very uncluttered space and I was more productive than, than I have been today being back Oh, and and I don't have a lot of clutter, but it's just I know I came back to January, which is, OK, new health insurance. I have to deal with that and all the different all the stuff that's my whole to do list is really my clutter in my brain. Yep.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, it's true. It's true. Right. Uh, I can work so much better if I'm in just a completely different, like devoid of my stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> space. Right. So there is something to honestly I mean actually you know what's funny is the other day maybe it was yesterday I watched a a vlog of Derek Halpern he just came out with like a whole vlog thing on his YouTube channel and I found the, – the part that stood out to me, of course, was he's like he can't work in his – he's been working at the kitchen table, the dining room table because his videographer – and there's all this like video equipment and stuff around his office. He's like they're a mess and he yeah. can't work in that. So he's – so when you see him on this, if you haven't – you have to go check it out, Joanne, if you haven't yeah. already. Um You'll see that his dining room is very sparse. It's very plain. It's just like the, his laptop, and I don't know, maybe yeah. a notepad or something next to him. And honestly, I, I need that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people do. I, I think it's. I think more people need that, especially if you're in, in you're doing business and you're dealing with anything, you know, paper or digital. Um, having that freeing space really, it clear. You know, there's no, like you say, there's nothing to look at to distract you. So you're on your
0: yeah, if there's nothing to distract you. So like, so yes, I I mean, I don't know if I'm going to want to rent a space like two blocks down the street from me forever. Uh, maybe for the next couple months I will. But what do you do? I mean, I often people don't have like a home office. So right. how do you how do you help them through that? Or what would you say to someone who's a little bit stressed out about working at home amidst all of the clutter and just like stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely, it would be, obviously, decluttering the entire home. But at the very least, if you can declutter, like you say, like he works in his dining room, a lot of people do that. Um, so having your dining room completely decluttered, and so and having it so that when you're working, You can bring your laptop and your stuff in there and you can work and then, you know, remove it when it's time to actually eat if you're eating in your dining room. So it's really finding a space that you can actually keep free. But then, you know, going that step further, if the rest of the house is bothering you and you're working from home, you have to kind of deal with all that as well.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, what are are some reasons why, I mean, beyond like everything we're talking about, Mm -hmm. I think people can probably... I mean, everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, this, I can definitely, um, this hits me in not, it's not all the time, but it's definitely something I think about, especially when everybody's home for the holidays, but you know, maybe, maybe share some more reasons why clutter can be just damaging to us. Is it damaging to our health? Is it damaging in other ways?
1: Yeah, it can definitely can be damaging to your health depending on the level of clutter. Um... Uh, extremely, well, not even an extremely cluttered space. <laughs> Any cluttered space is definitely going to have more dust, so you're going to have allergy issues. If you've got extensive clutter, you probably don't even know if you have pest control issues. Um, so it's, you know, physically, those are two two big things that I generally see with clutter. Um, mm. You know, if you, if you have so much stuff that you can't dust and vacuum, you're definitely you're you're definitely going to have allergies i don't think anybody is immune to dust allergies
0: yeah i don't think so either i don't think you know so they either. may they may think they
1: are but <laughs> you know when you're living in something all the time you don't even realize you know yeah. what's going on and i and i'm not talking hoarding level you know that can be any any level of you know uh, ex, you know excessive clutter yeah i can do that
0: well i think also i mean and and as I'm, as I'm thinking about this topic, I'm like, you know, a lot of people are trying to, you know, they're working all hours of the day at their computers. There's a lot of dust just in the computer, first mm-hmm. of all, um, in most bigger computers and on most workspaces and stuff like that. But yeah. one thing that... I was thinking about is just we, we used to live in a house before we moved down here. And I cannot wait to get back to a house. Because there's something different about the air filtration. I know that's so weird. But In an apartment, you don't control how often those filters get changed. I mean, I have to have them change it every single month because the dust kind of doesn't. And, of course, I live in Los Angeles. We're on the top floor. We have all these skylights. There's, like, Mm -hmm. tons of dust actually from the fires that actually came in. Anyway, so we see we were constantly. But it is a constant battle with dust in my home. But not because of clutter. I think it's actually because of that, the, yeah. the air filters. But I never yeah. thought about like just kind of going around and saying, OK, is there too much clutter in this space? And is it because mm-hmm. of is that why it's dusty?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you don't realize that like every little thing that you have collects dust. So you may be dusting surfaces, but, you know, everything that you have is collecting it. And if you have pets, that just adds to it all. I know I have a a dog that sheds like crazy. So,
0: right. So, yeah, and I have a cat. So there you go. <laughs> so we've got clutter that can distract us we've got clutter mm-hmm. that can make us worried or stressed out just thinking about it there yep. can be clutter that causes the dust like you said mm-hmm. and you know ramp up the allergies which means you take allergy medicine which makes you a little bit loopy try mm-hmm. launching loopy at <laughs> <laughs> loopy launching instead of fearless launching and right. and then overall this might cause like a level of stress just that affects your overall ability to just do the busy work in your business
1: yeah
0: wow so okay so you told me i kind of knew all that stuff was going to be true i kind of had a feeling that maybe yes i'm going to the i've been going to the gym for the last six days i'm very excited for myself Mm -hmm. right now but that wasn't that wasn't a real i i tried to start early because i didn't want it to be a failed resolution long Mm -hmm. story but I do, th- I do want to handle this stuff. And I think that, I think we all need to, if we've got any of it around us, we really need to look at our environment and think, is this environment supporting me? I'm doing all this stuff to, to make sure I launch my product. But in the end, am I going to be sick? Um, now, the question is, that's all physical clutter. Now, is it mm-hmm. the same with digital clutter?
1: I Yeah, I almost think that digital clutter can be worse. Um I actually just saw somebody posted something about having 9,000 emails and somebody else said, well, I have 192,000 emails. And I thought to myself, oh, my God.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I understand that, though, Joanne, because if I look on my phone, like something like my phone, I don't want to like archive things. For some reason, there was like a spe- space of time where I couldn't just delete emails. Right. So it looks like I have thousands of emails. But I actually don't. I'm not, but when I see that number there, I'm like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I. Well, so for me, I don't because I use. What do I use on my phone? I use, um, I use the mail app, and I don't. I have my Gmail pull in through there, and so when I delete it on my computer, it's gone off of my phone. I don't even have to touch my phone, which is good. Well, that's or actually really good. I'm good. That's great. And so that makes that makes a big. The, or do I use the Gmail app? I take that back. I use the Gmail app, but I have also another I have used the Mail app for my business Gmail because it's maybe not, I just don't have it set, set up correctly. Yeah. Well, it depends on what email you're using. So <laughs> I use um, G Suite for my for my yep. business email. Me too. So, Me too. Yeah. So that it takes care of it, which is nice because okay. I couldn't. I if I see a notification on my email, that would I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any there on my phone.
0: Well, yeah, and, you know, I was thinking there was a woman I spoke to, which I'm going to share her story in a couple of weeks, but uh, she said she's taken, like, I mean, how many online courses have Uh-oh. we all taken? Right. Like, I'm not just saying, like, the big ones, like the small ones, the mini yeah. master classes, all this stuff.
1: All the freemiums that you download, oh, and goodness. you're going to read someday the ebooks and, I mean, there's, you know... I I tend to think it's funny because I I met somebody who worked with hoarders the one of the guys from the hoarding shows and I said yeah I don't work with hoarders he's like you just told me you work with paperwork all the time and you live in the northeast he's like you work with hoarders because we're big information hoarders over here you know they're everywhere (laughs) but I mean this is like a big concentration of information hoarders and it's, it's now become all digital and you know people have so many files on their computer they just don't even know what's what's there and now there's so much more space so you don't even really have to think about it you just kind of keep adding and adding and and not organizing them and keeping everything kind of in like you would if it was paper I mean a lot yeah. of people don't treat their digital like they would treat paper and Yeah. And that can be very overwhelming because they're staring at, you know, a complete disorganized mess, maybe on their desktop or in their filing system (laughs) (laughs) or this or they're guilty because they haven't read or done a course or they haven't finished. And all those all that stuff weighs on your mind, even if you're not thinking about it.
0: I think I think that's like something you said kind of earlier was that I think that, you know, we do. okay. Actually, I'm just going to ask you instead of r- r- trying to remember exactly what you said in this, but so regardless if it's digital or physical clutter, we can start with the physical stuff first, but what are some like just easy things that we can do to handle this? Is it some something as simple as put it on the calendar to do every month or something like that?
1: yeah i mean you can definitely set aside time i always recommend working in small chunks because if you say you're going to spend an hour on something and you really you know say it's a physical you're dealing with a room and you think you have you know or you have all day but you really don't and you've you've pulled everything apart and then you stop it's really um, can be damaging because then you're now everything's pulled apart so i always say like work in so if it was a room or a desk work in one corner start very slow and you know go through your systems which i'll tell you my process in a second and then you know same thing with digital clutter say maybe give yourself say we're talking email you know give yourself 15 minutes and delete as many emails as you can don't worry about the rest don't think oh i got like all these many you know many more but just kind of chunk things down and yeah you could do it you could you, it, whatever feels comfortable to you, whether it's, I'm going to do 15 minutes daily or once a week, I'm going to spend an hour, you know, you have to really, but definitely putting it on your calendar helps.
0: Right. And do you For think sure. the system comes after like creating a system, like a, that whole filing thing mm-hmm. is the thing that comes after you declutter?
1: Yes. yes. Because I think that what happens and it's very similar with digital as it is with physical stuff. When you're, uh, say you're going through files and you're you're trying to decide whether to delete something or where to put it, your brain is going in two different directions. Whereas if you just right. spend the time getting rid of everything that you don't need and, and really freeing up as much as you can, then taking everything and categorizing it where it should be categorized. And it's the same with physical items. If you're, say you're going through your closet or, well closet's probably not a great thing because everything's gonna go into the closet. Um, you know, say you're dealing with um, books, and you're trying to pare down your number of books, but you're wondering, well, what am I going to do with the rest of them? And you're trying to figure out spaces. You're not really thinking of, you know, you want to stay on task and be one task at a time. So that's why I always say decluttering and don't even think. Just set everything aside that you're that you're kind of that you're keeping.
0: Yeah, I like that too. I also just like if you start going into oh, what did this thing mean to me? Why did I, or if you if, if you even question, why did I keep this again? Was this important? Right. Then you're already done.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I always say, you know, there, there, these are my questions um, and I guess it could apply to digital as well, although I don't know how much of stuff would you, you would love. But when you're dealing with things, you you either love it or you need it. If you love it, it's generally something that, you know, is memorabilia or, you know, decorative. And if that's the case, you really want to be displaying it or honoring it. If it's memorabilia, you don't necessarily have to display it, but you want to make sure that you're preserving it and making sure it's not just thrown in a closet somewhere Um, and that you're looking at it and you're not just keeping it, you know, just to keep it unless it's a small amount then, you know, if you're keeping it for your future generations. So you either love something or you need it because we don't love our taxes you know there's the whole there's all those trends and one of them being the Kon- KonMari method and she's yeah. saying you know it has to spark joy well our taxes and a lot of our paperwork don't spark joy for us so that's why I say you need to love or need so if you need something you definitely need it you want to be realistic with yourself and then there's going to be those things that you are going to say well what if I need it someday so the what if I need it someday um, that's when you have to say to yourself, okay, if it's a physical item, would it be expensive to replace or would it be hard to find? If the answer is either or or both, then you might want to keep it because it may cause you anxiety to get rid of it. Right. But if it's something that you could easily find and it would be really cheap to replace, it's best to just let it go because chances are you're not going to need it. But it, you know, at least you can say, all right, if I ever did need it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal Correct. to get again. Yeah. And you could apply that to some of your digital stuff. If you if you've got like ebooks that you you know downloaded, you know, five years ago, you really gotta, you know, be honest and say, you know what, what's the Because you know, people do this with magazines. They hold on to magazines because they're afraid they're gonna miss a tip. <laughs> and I say Yeah, it's okay, weird, right? You gotta you gotta let it go because you're never gonna look through those magazines again. So Right and it those go. ebooks,
0: books so by the way, those ebooks and all that digital stuff. You know how many people email me and say, hey, I got a new computer and I lost all my other stuff. Can I get my logins or my downloads? Yes, of course you can. Right. And if 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 not, then it's probably outdated. Right. <laughs> or it's it something anyways. you
1: forgot about. I mean, how right. many times I, I do it myself. I've gone through and been like, when did I download this? And I don't need, you know, I don't have time to be reading this right now. You know, I think we, we like, oh, that sounds great. I'm going to grab that for free and, you know, pull out you pull out all this stuff and you're like why did i grab that no idea and so if you have no idea just let it go it's we can find everything on the internet now i mean it's if you need the answer you can just google it so same with magazines
0: (laughs) so do i love it or need it would it be hard to replace those are some questions right and for anybody who can't answer those questions easily
1: um or you know the the maybe questions I sometimes will have to take people a step further and say, "Okay, if your house burned down tomorrow, would you miss it? Would it be the end of the world?" And usually the answer is no, because you would be just happy to be alive, and as long as everyone's safe, you 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 realize, you know, kind of puts things in perspective.
0: Absolutely. And most everything is either on Dropbox or Google Docs Mm -hmm. or in some cloud space. So don't worry about it. Even if your computer's gone, it probably isn't. Right. Right. (laughs) That's so sad. That's true. Okay. So we know, okay. So now we know like more about like how maybe, maybe actually I'm, I'm, I'm actually thinking clutter might be affecting me more than I thought it was. Because now I'm like, oh, maybe it's affecting my overall kind of mental state. Mm. And during a launch, it's already up and down. Most people are very right. emotional during that. Um, I guess we've, I guess, yeah, I guess during a launch, it's just important to kind of do this kind of cluttering before the launch. So you mm-hmm. know where everything is. And and you're not faced with all this excess stuff. And um, maybe maybe me walking past the sink and thinking, oh, I need to do those dishes. Maybe that doesn't mean I don't do my dishes. Maybe it means I have too many dishes. Maybe I don't need so many dishes because why are there so many dishes every single day? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess, you know, like, the thing that, that I'm curious about, and, you know, you've given us some questions and some things to think about here, places to start. Um, and by the way, I, I feel like I did that whole, like, that small area. There was there's a bedside table. Because I don't have an office, some some of my office stuff was in my bedside table. And mm-hmm. it was literally packed to the top. And I'm like, what is, who am I that this is my <laughs> bedside table? And I did go through it one night. And now I've, like, organized it. And it's not, like, even it's like I tossed a bunch of stuff away. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was easy to do that within like just a 20-minute 20, 20 period Yeah, you know, before bed. And I felt like, okay, I can move on. That's um, my very
1: first task in my course is oh, to really? do your
0: bedside table. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's
1: awesome. <laughs> because it's right next to where you sleep. And so it's <clears throat> it's around you the longest, really. If you're sleeping eight hours, you know, you're there for a good amount of time. and yeah. Yeah, you want it to be clear, free of true. dust and, and decluttered.
0: True, true. Okay, so my then, my, um, I guess, I don't know if you can even answer this. Maybe you can tell, share a story of, of your own. But how do we know when we've done enough? I mean, like, what's it going to look like? Or maybe, maybe what what could it feel like if we get this kind of clutter thing handled? Or at least we handle it often enough to keep it maintained because I don't think it's a done one and done type of thing but like how do we know when we're kind of we're in a good place with it
1: yeah it's definitely not one and done because like I said I 12 years ago I kind of figured out my own systems and got myself kind of under control um it's really about when you're keeping up so if it's if it's your work stuff you know that you're I guess you'll know when you're efficient when you're what's the word I'm looking for I said it earlier
0: <laughs> not look, I don't know when you're not like looking around for yeah when you're not when you when you're not
1: when you know where everything is that's big Um, And you're actually being productive, you're actually doing, you know, following your tasks and not being distracted. And so you do know, you feel that sense of, okay, you wake up in the morning, and you, you know, exactly what you need to do for that day, you get it done, and you're you're pretty much managing it all with, you know, with a lot more ease. I mean, nothing, we're always being thrown things, you know, there's always going to be something that's going to be thrown at us. But if you... Can, you know, take comfort that it's not all completely discombobulated, and that you're like, okay, I know exactly what what my steps need to be. I know, I know that this has gone awry. Say, you know, your say your office has become a mess all of a sudden because you're in the middle of a launch. I'm looking at my own desk right now. <laughs> um, it's it's when you get to the point where you say that's okay. I know that I can quickly and easily fix it because you've got the systems in place.
0: Right. Um,
1: you know, you may not, a lot of times it, you know, organization doesn't always mean you grab a piece of paper and you file it immediately. Um,
0: some so it's people not like, like the that. get it done. The, what's his name? Um, oh yeah. David Allen. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily yeah. like that.
1: Um, you know, it can be, but you know, not everybody has that ability to
0: be that way or, or
1: needs to be that way I mean I can tell you the difference between my husband and I when he handles a piece of paper he immediately files it I even though I'm an organizer who loves to help people with paperwork I hate to file so for me I have a different system I have a little pile that needs to be filed and when that pile gets to a certain height because it's in a little container that's when I know I need to file so it's really like finding those solutions that work for you and like I said, you know, I'm looking around my desk because I just got back. So now there's like a whole week's worth of mail. Um, before when I was stressed out because I didn't have, you know, any kind of system in place that would really, it would freeze me. I would be paralyzed. I'm not paralyzed right now because I know that I can easily open the mail. I know what my system is to handle it. And
0: So you know what you do the, with the envelopes, the, um, when once you open them and then you know where exactly to, if they're bills, what do you do with them? And then you know, right, you know, what I you do, do with it's, other things? So,
1: right. And I know that, you know, that, you know, one thing I do love about the David Allen approach is the brain dump. I, you know, I don't even know if he came up with it. He may not have, but, um, when i am feeling overwhelmed like when i the second i came back to my office for the first day i literally just started writing down all the things i needed to do even though i knew i had them on a to do list in my bullet journal um i still rewrite them because yeah. they're in my brain and i could go look and see if they're in my bullet journal but for me the the physical brain dump is is a big one for You're reducing so-
0: I'm so glad you mentioned that because I was actually just um, re going through Todd Herman's 90 day year and Mm. some one of the practices that he suggests is basically doing that kind of like, well, he's talking about it kind of in a different, different time of the day, but it's still there as like a, you know, just like kind of like declutter the brain put everything out on the paper that happened during the day, maybe questions that came up. So it kind of becomes its own thing. Even if you've got yeah. already your to-do list, your project list, and your breakdown of what has to be done tomorrow and the next day, it's mm-hmm. just a way of kind of getting it out of your brain, making sure that maybe there is, maybe there is a new task that needs to be put on your to-do list.
1: Right. Exactly. I mean, I think we hold so much in our brains and for me, you know, it's, I've always been a list maker, um, but I never really approached it in the sense that I would just literally free write and just get everything out, you know, even like, Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I need to go, (laughs) I need to go walk the dog or just everything just out of the brain. It's just, and just keep writing until you can't write anymore. That's for me. That really helps.
0: Yeah, you know, I haven't done that in quite some time, Joanne. I think that might be a good first <laughs> step for me. Um, yeah, I mean, in
1: in the, the act of writing it re- helps you to remember it. I can't tell you how many times I've written down the word FAFSA because I have to do that for my daughter. I've written it down probably a hundred times because I haven't gotten to it, but I know, in and it eats away at me. But every time I write it down, I go, okay, you got this. You got plenty of
0: time, you know. You can do this. You got it. hmm yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so last question here and really it's just like what's what's one thing like if if someone's listening like and I'll probably re-listen to this myself but like and they're looking around their room wherever they are in their home. Mm-hmm. Like what's one thing everyone could do right now? To see, you know, maybe to see like where they are on the scale of needing to get things done, or gauging whether they they actually need to spend some time on this. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. You're no, like, no.
0: You're like and? no, I like
1: that question. I I like that question. Well, I do have a quiz. My quiz kind of tells you like kind of your organizing style. But if you're looking yeah. around your room and you don't feel peace. I would say you need to do something because you should be able to walk into your home and feel peaceful. I mean, obviously, we're not going to always be peaceful because we've got other people there and there's going to be stuff. <laughs> but but if you can look around and go, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay with this. You know, always, you know, think to yourself, if somebody stopped by and they came in your house and, you know, would that stress you out? Then that means that the clutter is stressing you out. Ooh, that's um, a good one. Yeah, I mean, because you, you, you look at it from like somebody else's set of eyes, because we walk through, I mean, you can walk through a room a hundred times and not notice things. And then yeah. you say, oh, oh, somebody's coming over. Oh, now I notice everything. And that's when you start stashing, right? Um, so <laughs> and
0: it's you, so said, true.
1: <laughs> you said two pieces to that question. How do you know? What was the? F-
0: no, um, like, uh, what did, what did I ask? No, like, <laughs> what's one thing everyone could do or ask or be aware of to just see, you know, where they need to start in their room. And I think that what you said, though, is like, kind of what I would think too. like, look around your room, just because there's a pile doesn't necessarily mean that's clutter. Right. Like, right. they look for the place that does kind of generate that feeling that stress, yes. like, eh.
1: Yes. Absolutely. So, you know, really be aware of how you feel when you're in there or, you know, like you say, if you look at a pile and you think, I have no idea what's in there, that's not good. I mean, because (laughs) there could be something important (laughs) in there. I don't want to open that (laughs) door. You may know yourself. You may know that you would never put something important in that pile. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so it's really just, you know, as far as where you start, um, I always tell people to start with their homes um, yeah. especially if they're working from home because that is where you need to you need to feel the most peace. I mean, you that's, you know, where you come to end the day usually. And so um, I believe everybody, I mean, even myself we always have more to get rid of unless you're a true crazy minimalist, (laughs) you know, that I I shouldn't call them crazy. That's, I don't mean it in that way, but meaning just, you know, just obsessive getting everything, you know, completely get rid of everything. I mean, some of those people go down to the thing where they don't use toilet paper anymore and they shave their heads. So yeah, I'm like, okay, then they don't have anything to get rid of. Um, (laughs) but that you can, you can always reduce um, what you have. And I think that that alone just can do wonders for okay. people.
0: So, so yeah, that, that'll be my challenge to you guys too. And I'm going to look around my room after I, I can't turn my back right now because otherwise I'll stop being focused on this conversation. And yeah. I know there's stuff behind me that I need to handle. Uh, um, but look around your room right now. And if something stands out to you, ask yourself, maybe if you can spend 10 minutes with that area right now and just, yes, throw some of it away mm-hmm. I mean yeah. because I'm looking here just at this little desk that I'm at and I do have like I actually love to see piles of books that really like I love books so mm-hmm. whenever I see even a few piles I'm like oh yes I'll leave that there yeah but when it's when I see a dish or a random spoon that your nine year old Mm. left on a table or something like that. That's the kind of stuff that usually bugs me. It's related to the dishes. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, but, but books and, uh, yeah, paperwork does bug me. And I know that there's a drawer here. So for me, there's invisible spaces and we Mm -hmm. all have them. I don't care how, you know, if you've got like someone coming in to clean your home or not, it doesn't, it has nothing to do with being dirty. It's, I feel like it's more just about being aware of like the places we like push stuff so we don't have to. <laughs> because
1: yeah, because it's stressing yeah. us out. Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't stash anything. And so you could come into my home and find every single drawer closet cabinet in immaculate, you know, but oh you would walk into my home and go, you got piles of stuff because I have to see it you know, not that I have to see it, but like, I won't just stash it away. So if I can't put it away neatly right away, I'll keep it out until I can put it away. So interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So messy doesn't mean disorganized. That's (laughs) right. That's right.
0: So you can you can you can keep your piles. Okay. So. So now obviously, this is Joanne, this is what you do for a living. And you walk, like you said, you walk people through your process yourself in your in your online programs and mm-hmm. um, so two things how can we learn more about you that's one and I know you're starting a class on Monday because of course it's the beginning of the year and yeah. um, I'd love it if you would tell us more so first how can we learn more about you like what is your website
1: my website is joannecrawl.com. so there's no e on Joanne, and crawl is spelt just like diana crawl um, a lot of people call me Joanna because they think Diana Crawl. Oh, <laughs> my I God. That's funny. right. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Um,
1: yeah. So, uh, joannekrull.com has everything about me, shows all my social, any way you can follow me there. And, yeah, and then my program starts Monday. So, I have a uh, decluttering program. It's 29 days. It just covers the living areas of the home. And... Um, it's actually decluttering and cleaning, Ooh. um, yeah, just to kind so it's, it's a task each, it's two tasks each day. One's progress, which is decluttering and one is maintenance, which is cleaning. So it's just to kind of help people get in a routine, um, and to help them let go of perfectionism and, um, kind of get them on a roll. And then, you know, at the end you have the skills to kind of go tackle everywhere else. And so that's an evergreen program, but we do run it live. Um, I'm going to be doing it, I believe, three times a year. This is the second time I'll be, or third time I'll be running it live. And wow. that just includes private community with it. So access to me for the full 29 days.
0: And do, you get, do people get to show you pictures? Do people show you pictures yeah, of every, their clean home? Clean yeah, everybody. Yep.
1: Yeah. And in the, uh, in the, um. The private community, which is currently on Facebook, um, everybody's really good about sharing. They share the befores and after. Everyone's really brave, and I love that because we're all we're all in it, you know, at the same for sure, same time. So it's it's nice.
0: So how do we find out about that? The decluttering, the twenty nine days. That um, when
1: you go to my website on the front page, um, it'll be right there, there. There is a link to
0: the landing page. Yep. Okay, and. There is one more thing which I hope I can twist your arm. I think i I think I did slightly before we started. You were offering um, a beta program for a paperwork course yes. as well. what is that one about? so so tell me how so basically, if someone joins the decluttering program for the next twenty nine days, they can yes. also be in this beta, and I want to know what happens in the paperwork beta <laughs> <laughs> Me
1: too. No. <laughs> so I have I have a basic structure of how the course will go. Um, you know, I don't know how long it will run, um, but there'll be. That's why it's a beta. Exactly. So there'll be <laughs> there'll be you know kind of tasks. There won't be daily tasks because you can't really you know put paperwork into a daily thing. But it'll be like okay, this week we're going to work on this this part, and then we're going to move to the next stuff. And paperwork will encompass. Per personal paperwork, um, memorabilia, photos, and, um, business and digital. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to do something with digital in there. And so, yeah, in the beta, I'm going to also run with a, um, private community so I can kind of get input and see what works because I've never actually run the paperwork one online. It's doing an online course for organization, um, I don't do anything cookie cutter, so I want to make sure that it's going to kind of help everybody and not be, you know, one way. It's going right, to give right that
0: it's not give, too give, custom and that that <laughs> that as many people as possible can benefit from it.
1: Right, and I don't I don't like to work in. Um, I like to give people direction, specific direction. I don't want to say to you, "Okay, well, go tackle," you know, this. I like people to have a specific task because the majority of people who are disorganized they need that they can't they they walk into their room and they're like i don't know where to start you know so you have to kind of say okay this is what you're gonna do this is your task
0: what is the name of the decluttering and cleaning program it's it's clearing a path to peace clearing a path to peace oh my god part of my tagline (laughs) oh my gosh i need to clear a path to peace right now (laughs) on other levels as well um Well, this is exciting. So so guys, if you go and you sign up for this decluttering program, Clearing a Path to Peace, make sure to let Joanne know because the there it won't say anything probably on the page, will it? That they get into the beta because you that that actually ended yesterday, I wanna say.
1: um, it ended December thirty first. Yes. 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 So I um, I would have to manually Add so yes just let me know
0: yeah so just let Joanne know that you heard her on the fearless launching show and she will add you to that beta yes and the beta
1: starts February 5th so the class starts January 8th for clearing a path to peace and then the paperwork beta will start basically on the last day of that program so February 5th
0: nice okay well this sounds like a lot of fun I actually feel like I really do need to um go and look around this room and I'm I'm gonna go check out our dining room because I think we've been half using it in a bad way and that's why I can't work out there now but mm-hmm. I think I can do something I think I've got an idea so I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe I'll even dare to take a picture no I don't think I can
1: <laughs> I can't you can share it with me privately I won't yes share I just
0: can't because it's so ridiculous it's like it's like <laughs> Ann what are you like Eighteen when your first apartment? Come on now, um, no, I'm not. So, Joanne, thank you so much for joining us today. And for those of you listening, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. We we don't normally talk about this type of topic, but I think it is important to note that it's not about just just how great you're just imagine like how much better your emails are going to be how much better your your programs are going to be and your recordings are going to be when you're not you know feeling kind of boxed in by all the clutter and you're organized and you're feeling less stress I mean that's what it's going to take to actually have a better launch not just better Facebook ads and you know better copy on the page those things definitely help but you also you know you got to take care of your space Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you so much, Joanne. And, thank you. And uh, I will let you know what questions we get from people. And hopefully we will all be clearing a path to peace very soon. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks again for listening to my conversation with Joanne. Now, I want to make sure you know about something we didn't mention during the during the episode and that is if you are interested in joining her path to peace decluttering and cleaning program which starts monday you can use the code new year all caps n-e-w-y-e-a-r and also tell her i sent you and you're going to get two things you're going to get an extra 25% off the the cost to join the live round of the program And she's going to add you to her upcoming brand new paperwork beta, which is a program that starts in February. We talked a bit about it at the end, but I'm sure she has more to say on that. So make sure to head over to her site at joannecrawl.com. Also, I'm going to give you a bunch of links over at in the show notes at AnSamoreLove.com forward slash 166. You're going to find a quiz to help you figure out what your organizing style is. You're going to get a few additional downloads that I just found over on Joanne's site. And I'd love to know if you've ever suspected that your clutter, that your environment around you has, I don't know, it's been playing tricks with your business, with your ability to get things done and with just your overall stress level. Because I know for me in 2018, one of my big One of my big things that I want is to have more peace while I'm working, not just in my life, but while I'm working so that there is no abrupt halt to that peace when I try to work in any given environment. And I really do want my home to be that peaceful place where I feel comfortable working no matter where I am. So I'm going to start implementing some of these tips that Joanne gave in the episode, and I hope you do, too. All right, guys, I will see you next week. We've got a bunch of amazing guests coming this month, really to kick off the new year. And I I thought this clutter topic would be a great one to start the year off because I think we both struggle with it. We both, all of us do. (laughs) All right, have a great one and I will see you next week.